Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. Nobody is gonna hit as hard as life, but it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you gotta be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Six minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for joining the kickoff hour. It's a brand new show and a brand new week as well. Oh, look at there. There's old Stretchy. Stretch is back. He's 866-WE-BE-BIG. Our intern today, when you call, he's going to answer the Hey Rick Bubba Show. Eddie Van Adler, he has got YouTube live in HD, and so we're rocking there. Busy show on tap. We have got uh, Dr. Jody Dion Odom again. Uh, she is going to be back with us for the second time. Dr. Odom is an assistant professor of medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases at UAB, and, uh, and we are going to talk to her the second time. I think... What was it, last week, uh, early last week, week uh, from today, Speedy, uh, we had her on for the first time. And so we'll uh, get an update from her as we'll do that from time to time here uh, through the COVID-19 uh, outbreak and see how things are progressing and get some uh, updates from her. What is fact? What is fiction? Uh, what is fake news? Uh, Dr. Odom will break it down for us and get us up to speed on where we are. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, by the way, Will and me could spin as well. I know it's early in the week, but it could. You don't know. Uh, it could. So you want to stand by for that. Well, we're all experiencing just a little bit of social distancing. Uh, we're here. Uh, those of us that had cabin fever that's been locked up all weekend, uh, we're back out stretching our legs, but still keeping ourselves six feet from each other. I'll see you over there. Uh, but over to my left is Mr. Greg Burgess, and right in front of me, it's Michael Helms. How are you guys doing? Y'all good? Gentlemen. Hey. Everybody good? I've never been excited to be back with you guys. And, and uh, My goodness. I'm telling you. Uh, how about getting around the house? Uh, not only do you have uh, kiddos, but there's honeydews and things to do. And, and wow, I didn't notice that till I was here. And I got to fix that and this. and uh, I've been busy all weekend. The list is long, isn't it? It is and, a very long and one. for some reason, ours just keeps growing mm-hmm. and growing. I'm like, babe, look. Um, Let's knock this stuff out too mm-hmm. before yeah. we get to that. Right, like one thing at a time. Yeah, uh, and I see where the home improvement stores are still open, and they they're basically saying, "Come on, come one, come all." Uh, I know. You know, the, I needed the, to go buy one uh, this weekend. Not buy one, but go buy one. Yeah, and um, and I didn't do it, and I mm. and and I I was gonna wait and ask y'all about it. Do y'all think that y'all think that's safe? Like to go in and keep your distance and yeah, purchase I mean, and move on. I don't know. I mean, I've been trying to, when I do have to get out, which hadn't been much, grocery store and, and stuff, yeah. uh, I'm just trying to keep my distance, uh, wash my hands wash going in. Wash a lot in. of hands, in and out. Okay, yeah. I mean, I have to go get stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I got a lot of stuff stacked up, but then there'll be little things. You, God, I need this. You mm-hmm. know? So I just go in and out. And- well, the grocery store is one thing because we got to eat. We got to, you know, but mm-hmm. but as far as the other stuff yeah. running around, is that okay? I, I dropped by one and I didn't have to go inside it was the garden area which yeah. was outside and so for some reason i thought to myself hey this is just like being outside so i'm gonna go in grab what i have to grab and wash my hands and get in the car and come home so i did 
Uh, but that's been a couple of days. We um, all know me too. I was using that as an excuse not to do a project too. You got to keep oh, that in that's mind. Brilliant. I, I thought y'all would have picked up on that by now, but that that's was true. one of the reasons. Brilliant. I said, I said, baby, I said, look, hold, tap the brakes. We got plenty to do around here this weekend. Well, here's what. Let me check with the guys on Monday. <laughs> okay. If they think it's okay, put I'll, it this I'll way. Go. I saw where they're uh, by five today here in our area. They're closing what they call non essentials. Yeah. One of the things they listed that could still be open is home improvement stores. Yeah. It could stay open. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I, I don't know about y'all, but on the cove, people are busy. Well, I think mean, about you know, it like this, too. And, hey, there are here. things, essentially, that could go wrong at the house uh-huh. uh, that you would need, plumbing, yeah. things like that you'd have to have. Yeah. So I get that. Um, I got I got um, a no. bone to pick with one of my neighbors. Um, the uh, the berm that's on the back of our house, it's kind of a, a little hill, and, and, you know, everybody just kind of lets it grow naturally. Uh, and I've thought about... You know, I wonder if I should landscape that or whatever, but because of erosion and stuff, you know, they, you know, when you, you know, when they did the neighborhood, they just sprayed some kind of whatever, and it's just, you know, weeds or whatever grow up there. And I try to keep it weeded down, but I see he has gone through. He went next level. And he has got plants and he's got pine straw. Great. And now his looks all, you know, nice. And, yeah. and I've got one Terry Wilburn that comes out and looks over there and goes, wow, look at that. Mm. And he's got, he hasn't planted them yet, but he's hey, got thanks. like all the plants yeah. that he's going to, you know, they're still sitting in the pot, but he's got it all spread thanks out like how he's going to, and I'm like, hey, thank you, buddy. Yep. Yeah. That's I've been trying good. to keep Terry from going to the backyard, but she saw it. She saw mm. it. That right. first guy that does God, things the like first this. Guy. And then we're, in a, we're, we're in a debate, and I've brought this up, so I won't rehash it, but mulch your pine straw. Uh, we, you know, when we moved, they, they put the pine straw out. Well, now the pine straws faded out and it's like, okay, is it during, while I'm here, do I need to kind of redo the front and get ready for the, the, you know, spring and summer? Uh, and, and what do you, where do you go with? How long does pine straw last? It lasts longer than mulch, but it, but the mulch is a lot easier, in my opinion, to replenish mm-hmm. because it's not, it's bagged up. Yeah. I don't know how much you don't have that much though, do you? It's not that much, but it's a big decision because it's a totally different look. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. you go, yeah, okay, you. you got pine straw. Of course, my my dogs are running all through everything, so you know you got them kicking stuff up every now and then. And that's going to so, be so, even more with mulch then. Yeah, I know. And I told Terry that, and she didn't. No, yeah. no, no. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah I, I think so. Yeah. See, the pine straw has always been strange to me because when I was a kid, our yard had a lot of pine trees, and we had to rake it up and move it. They didn't mm. want it around the house. I, well, no. And now Greg, you're we put it around the house. Such a such a great point. My dad has a ton of pine trees at his house, yeah. and he will he will blow it up and rake it into this huge pile mm-hmm. and and burn it. and either burn it or people come. He's got several buddies that he'll say, hey, well, if you that's want true. The now that people, if you want the pine tra- straw, come get it. If mm-hmm. not, I'm burning it and getting yeah, it out of here. Right. That's what but he do. has nowhere for like mulch or pine straw to add it. Here I am in Birmingham. Y'all wouldn't believe what I pay in pine oh, straw. Oh, pine straw's expensive. And I'm yeah. just like, goodness gracious. He's burning it and giving it to people, and I'm buying it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. See, I've always, this is the first time we, we've been pine straw people. I've always been mulch guy. And 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 I just, the nuggets, you know, because they're heavier and the dogs yeah. are. And, and I've always been that guy. Yeah. And now when we when we went moved into this house, it had pine straw. That was kind of how they landscaped it. And so, but now it's just. You really no. want to step out? Go pee gravel. Oh boy, that's the, oh boy. <laughs> it won't wash. <laughs> it won't. Now the dogs will kick it everywhere. Yeah, sure. yeah. But, but but if if we stay quarantined much longer, uh, I think I think I'm going to be <laughs> on my hands and knees out there in the in the front laying something down. I mean, you know, I I don't know.
But anyway, just talking about home improvement, that's my next run. I, I mean, I'm either going to get bags of mulch or I'm going to get I'm going to get more pine straw, uh, either delivered or I say, look back to my neighbor that's outdoing everybody, the overachiever. I he he pulled up with a truckload of pine straw, and I'm like, see, there he is. Yeah, and she saw it, you know. But she she doesn't really like pine straw. She wants to go back to mulch. Well, yeah. I think that then go back to mulch. That Probably look good. Yeah, you don't have that much. Mm-mm. And then you go. Right, do you lay the black stuff down? I know. That's I what never you know for the weeds out. and everything. It does help. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah, gummy. Or you can just poison it and keep poisoning it. <laughs> right. Depends on what you're planning in there, I guess. Yeah, well, it's just a standard front of the house. Just envision just a couple of plants here and there and nothing big and extravagant, that's for sure. Uh, but those are the things the Wilburns are trying yeah. to break down during I this got quarantine. A, I got in a lot of trouble on Saturday. Mm. And I knew it was coming uh, eight months ago. This is to tell you how Amanda pays attention. Uh-huh. Eight months ago. And I knew when I did it, I, there was a there was this nice bush, but it wasn't next to it was you had like three bushes and then this was kind of out of place and half of it was dead and I'm like this just this looks ridiculous got to yeah. do something with it yeah eight months ago I I pulled it up mm. she hasn't noticed I knew she'd notice it at some point but it has taken eight months and I'm really? gonna tell you I got in a lot of trouble Saturday when oh, she realized no it. and I even thought about it I thought here she goes she's out there she's in the yard she's messing around mm-hmm. she's gonna she's gonna see what I did yeah. eight months ago right. And it's going to be like it happened last week. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of result we're going to get here. Mm-hmm. Of course, I was right. Yeah. And I had to explain, hey, it was about eight months ago. <laughs> I didn't just do that. Didn't just do that. Hey, <laughs> this, is where, this is where you walk in the yard and you try to figure out what's going on for, for the last six, eight months. And that happened eight months ago. Right. Uh, Please but, understand that. But you you know how you live down off the road yeah. and it's tough when you're driving by to actually, like, stop and, like, look at everything? Yeah. And Greg, you're so far off the road, you need binoculars to see yours. <laughs> you got to go and, through a big gate. And and, too. and, and I lived a couple of hundred yards <laughs> off the road, so you could see from a distance. You could see the front of the house, and it looked neat until you got up on it. Well, see now, being in the sidewalk yeah, community, yeah. if you walk by, you go, well, "Man, look at all those weeds <laughs> they got." I know, what if, I know. I mean, so now you're you got to right. keep it up. You're Dang right. it! I mean, we got real problems over here, huh, <laughs> Joe? Uh, so there you go. Uh, but we'll break uh, we'll break more down. Uh, see how the weekends went. Uh, and as I said, we have Dr. Jody Dion Odom uh, with the Infectious Disease uh, Division at UAB. We'll have her on again. Get an update from her on how things are going. Plus your phone calls eight six six Weeby Big Stretch is back. He'll be your intern today. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 22 minutes past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. We are rolling uh, for a brand new week. Uh, we thank you for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Stretch Armstrong is our intern. He'll be taking your phone calls and helping switch uh, in there right now. Eddie Van Adler, he's got us live in HD there uh, on YouTube, so thank you for that. Hopefully all of you uh, listened uh, to the podcast or watched it this past weekend featuring our very own uh, uh, time with Andy Andrews, and he was on Rick and Bubba University. If you have not done that, I encourage you to uh, do that. It's a very informative and very good podcast uh, this past week, uh, and you can uh, look for that. 
wherever you uh, listen to podcasts. Just search Rick and Bubba University, or you can go to our YouTube channel, and it's there as well. All right, so, you know, um, I guess what we what movie reviews now, uh, that's a big part of it because, you know, being, watching a lot of stuff. Being quarantined, everybody is like watching stuff. Yeah. And, um, uh, if it's not uh, watching stuff, it's going for walks or doing jobs around the house. Um, I did last night get to watch Richard Jewell finally. Uh, I know for some yeah. of you that's old news. It's been out for rent, uh, or you can purchase it on Apple TV. I, I watched it, and it, it is good. I couldn't get anybody in the house to run with me. I'm like, hey, I've rented the movie. Does anybody want to watch it? JC ran with I, me on so this. So you know what's, who ran with me on this? Who? No one in the house would. Caroline. My 13, now 13. Right. She had a birthday over the weekend. Yeah, R- sure. Real different celebrating a 13-year-old birthday under quarantine. But, uh, yeah, yeah. happy birthday, Karen. But she got locked in and watched mm. it with me, and and um, Amanda couldn't even get into it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I really couldn't weird. believe that. I'm like, hey, y'all want to watch Richard Jewell? Now, what really broke me my and heart Lisa is— Me watched it together. She, she enjoyed it. The family's like, who's that? I'm like, who's that? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Sit down. Well, I didn't they, know much yeah, about you it. Know, they, yeah, yeah, I did because I right. remember everything yeah. about it. But I can understand. My mm-hmm. kids haven't got a clue. No, no. Um, they were you know, little. And, and of course, there's moments that you know Greg ruins things. Sure, there's, he does. there's movies based on true events and and you know true stories. Whatever he'll ruin it because there's you know a director's uh, I guess uh, opinion of how something happened. Sometimes they'll sure. they'll yeah. combine multiple characters yeah. into one because they're trying to tell a story, and I get and that. Sometimes I try to be sure, but I tried to move past it. Uh, and JC sat down with me, and and as I said, we watched it. And and Reese, I could tell he wanted to watch it, but he was into other things because he would come in and watch five minutes at a time. Like, oh, what's happening? He he was that. We all know these people. They come in and out of movie rooms. You know, when somebody's watching a movie yeah. and, hey, what's going on here? I know. Well, Man, I'm like, see, that's Amanda. Could you just sit down and watch it? I I'm yeah. here. I, let me pop, I'm pausing it. Okay. Yeah. Buddy, here's what's happening. Back it, to my. Caroline felt so bad for Richard Jewell and what was oh, going it was on. Awful. It was breaking her heart. Yeah. yeah. Back to when, you know, the movie didn't do very well at the box no. office and we were talking, maybe it's the title. And I think it is because I, I brought it up to my daughter and she goes, what, what is that? What? I know. Mm-hmm. Who, who is that? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm th- I think the title killed it. I mean, yeah, if you didn't yeah. know the story, you would go, "What is this movie, yeah. Richard? Who?" Right, you know? you're right. Yeah, I think you're right there too. I, I I know y'all brought that up back when it came out, and and we saw that it didn't do that well. I think you're onto something there because it's a good movie. I thought. Yeah, I, I thought it was. Uh, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Uh, it, but you know, back to feeling sorry for him. It, it, you know, I'm not going to give away the movie because it's history. But you know, certain things that he, boy, you talking about? If the FBI did the things that this movie says, now again, they did again. Back to you. I don't know what to believe on that. But some of the stuff in the interrogation and and them faking a, a video, whatever. Yeah. If that really happened, well, man, that's 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 terrible. Yeah, I get why they they looked at him, and I get because he fit the profile and mm-hmm. his you know, his lifestyle. I mean, he fit the profile. Yeah. But when it got to the point where it was obvious it wasn't him, mm-hmm. they should have backed off yeah. sooner than they did. Instead, they said we well, had to have an accomplice. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They went because, the other way with yeah. him. Because, again, I mean, good police work, A, you're going to look at the guy who finds it, and B, he, boy, he fit the profile. He did. If boy, he did, did he. Uh, what I mean, a an FBI profile on who did it, he would fit it perfect. Right. But. But once you saw that it was physically impossible for him to pull it off, mm. you might should have. Yeah. And, and again, they, they took all that stuff out of his apartment. They found nothing. Nothing. You know, and in the end, he finally called him out and said, y'all got anything? Yeah, yeah. And and uh, when – right, so you go from Centennial Park where, where the bombing occurred. We're talking about the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta, Georgia. 
and and then you go to the payphone they said that the call was made to but made from uh saying hey there's a there's a bomb in Centennial Park you have 30 minutes they they never they never timed down how how long it would take to run to that payphone and then come back or whatever yeah. and when they realized it was like a 6 minute run yeah. they were like there's no way he did yeah. it because he he would only have a minute because he was seen there on site, yeah. and they started putting it together, and then they realized, wait a minute, this we've got the wrong guy. And, and as close as they looked at him and everything, forensic, while well, they'd have found something, and I there know. was nothing. Right, there was nothing. So. There was nothing. And he was a bit to all the all the all the straight up police officers sure. that that had Centennial Park that night. He drove um, his lawyer crazy. I don't know. If I that's mean, true or not? But in the movie about how he cooperate and he wanted to be their buddies, <laughs> right? And he, would, <laughs> and he would always tell them, "This is just what they're trying to do," you know. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's a good movie. Uh, yeah, so if it's available for rent, so if you if you're uh, you know hung up and can't can't do anything like most of us are, uh, that's one that you might want to check out if you haven't. Well, and he and I love. I don't want to say that I guess because they're ruining it. Um, it's historical though. I don't yeah. think it'll matter. No, I liked at the end where they showed, like after the movie when they showed you know what he did for a few years after that, and then yeah. he passed away early. Yeah, like 44. forty-four of a heart mm. condition. So right. Um, so. I, 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 that's one thing that I was, I wish that when he was alive, more people cared about his health. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, everybody not see him I know. Oh, I know, shortness yeah. of breath and that chest tightening up a little bit. His, like, his it, attorney it was, was my favorite character. Of the it, movie. Was he oh, not? Yeah. It was and a good Greg one. reminded me that he is the same guy. He's CP mm-hmm. in the movie we just talked about last week. Yeah. The best of enemies. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. He is. He's right. good. And, and back, back to Richard Jewell. All right. So the. Um, the AJC uh, reporter yeah. that uh, she she was you know the criminal report whatever she she was the one that I mean would write the stories and 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 help you better ruin hope the man's they exaggerate life. her character. Well, I wonder what her family. She, she'd do whatever saying. it takes for a story. Yeah. Uh, but did y'all say that that she? It I read her yeah. life. I read where it, it, you know, and it shows towards the end that she starts feeling bad about yeah. all of this. And a lot of, I mean, I read a couple articles said that it got to a point with her that she felt so bad that she got into drugs and these type of things and ended up ODing. Mm. She died as well. Wow. So now I don't know about all the other stuff they portrayed. Yeah, her family know. can't be happy either way about no. the way she was portrayed in the uh-uh. film. Yeah. Good night. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. What are you binging? Uh, we, uh, we'll continue here. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. It's the kickoff hour, and we're live. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at SimplySafeBubba.com. You know one thing I love about Simply Safe uh, is uh, yesterday JC had two buddies that came by the house. And I knew that they were there before they knocked on the door because I got the notification go. uh, from the doorbell cam that, hey, we got movement outside. You scream social distancing? Yep. I said, hey, whoa, stop <laughs> right there, boys. 
Uh, but simplysafebubba.com is where you can go 24 7 burglar busting protection for your home or small business. Uh, getting a security system, uh, you know, used to mean weeks of messy installation, and uh, the cost was like a small fortune. Now, uh, things are much easier. Uh, you can protect your home or small business like we do by going to simplysafebubba.com. Uh, you'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at moment's notice 24-7. Simplysafebubba.com is only 50 cents a day, too, and there's no contracts. That's right, no contracts. Uh, this is um, why the, the Verge called it the best, simply the best. It's simplysafebubba.com. Now receive free shipping on your order and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafebubba.com. It comes in a box so simple. I, look, at first I thought, there's no way I can pull this off. And then if you just open the box, read the instructions, it's so simple. Uh, you'll have it up in uh, minutes. Simplysafebubba.com, or you can find a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Okay, so we're back. Uh, just kind of recapping this past weekend, like all of us. Uh, the COVID-19, uh, you know, every day uh, there's more cases, and there's going to be more cases because more people are getting tested. Uh, depending on the state, there's different, uh, you know, rules and laws that are being laid down. Uh, I love that the, the latest thing that is propaganda from the Chinese and the Russians and, and everything else, they did an in-depth story on that, is how we're going to have uh, just a, a nationwide lockdown. I'm talking about martial law, here it comes. And that's, hey, whoa. State by state, they're going to they're gonna issue different guidelines. I know New York, California, Washington State, those are really highly affected the numbers are way, way up there. So they're going to have different guidelines than, say, middle America. Sure. Uh, and so just uh, listen to your state and local officials on that front. Uh, but this past weekend, we did a lot of things. We did some binge watching. We did some walking. We did some running. We did some outside. Uh, you know, we just picked the baseball up and threw the, threw the street. You know, just, hey, let's get outside and throw a little bit. It was absolutely gorgeous this past weekend where we live. We had a little bit of rain come through from time to time, but – you know, just that like was all welcomed of you. because of knocking the pollen down. A little yeah, bit. boy, yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, Lord. we had uh, our cars are black, but they were yellow. Yeah. Uh, when I got out this morning, it in. was back just all over my truck. Yeah, um, I, but I love how just to look at the neighbors and some people just go out and they just stand around and look because um, you know. And we brought this up. Normally during a crisis, we're told to come together and help each other, but but now we're told to stay away from each other. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's it's not what we're used to. Uh, but everybody trying to make the best out of it. Uh, let's go up to Huntsville. I can't see the name, but it says uh, you want to talk about Richard Jewell, the movie. What's up? Yeah, so y'all were talking about how it didn't do good in the theaters. There was actually a social media campaign against the movie because of the way they portrayed that uh, Atlanta Journal-Constitution reporter hmm. that was right there in the height of the Me Too movement, and they were like, oh, she didn't do that. And Plus, it was Clint Eastwood, so they sort of have it in for him anyway ever since uh, he participated at the – RNC convention. Right. Yeah, that yeah, may be a little bit. I doubt that that would have an effect on so many people that it would do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it may have been yeah. some people offended by that, but I don't see that that killing it. Yeah. Now, as a matter of fact, if I'd have known that, I'd have went out and watched it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't think that was out there too much yeah. for everybody. Right. Well, uh, you that know. was the left being the left for yeah. the left. And right. That probably, he's probably right. That probably happened. I just don't. Yeah. I just think it just didn't. Something about it, nobody. I didn't know who Richard Jewell was. I just I, I'm I did saying. not. I, I, I'm 42 I, I, years old. I had no idea. I, I think who Richard it was a Jewell bad was. title. I think. Yeah. It, I think it because, like I said, when you see the title, like when I brought it to, to Chandler, and she was like, 
I, what? Who? Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, the and same then I thing. said, here's a guy that, you know, found the bomb. They tried to say he did it. Yeah. She goes, oh, wow. Like, yeah. Like, that sounds interesting. Right. And I, I didn't even realize it was years later before they called the other guy, the real guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He hid yeah. up in the woods forever. Yeah. Forever. Remember, they looked for him for yeah. years. Right. Uh, they he, wanted him for the Birmingham bomb. Yeah. 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 Um, and my family was the same way, Hams. Don't feel bad. They were like, what? Richard Jewell. Uh-huh. And, and I'm like, all right, let's sit down and have class here. This is what happened, and yeah. now we can watch the movie. And correct me, they didn't tie um, Rudolph to it. He just admitted it yeah, correct. after he was caught yeah. that he did the Yeah, he, he did it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just talking about what uh, Josh in Missouri is going to bring up. We were just talking about this off air. Josh, what's up? Uh, this is John from Missouri. Oh, hey. it says Josh. Hey, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The other day I was listening and a man came on and said, um, he was talking about conspiracies and he said, um, the next thing we're here is going to be, um, uh, Weinstein has tested for positive for coronavirus. Yeah. And sure enough, I read a report yesterday. Weinstein has tested positive in prison for the coronavirus. We saw that. that. And, and I'm like you, we saw him suddenly need a walker. Right. We right. saw him go through all the, you know, then he had heart. Remember he claimed he was having short as a breath when they were taking him to prison. And so they put him in the hospital for a little while. I bet he, if he has coronavirus, he's probably so glad, you know, he's yeah. probably oh, actually yeah. tickled because he's going to go back in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. You're right. I, I, I mean, I, mean, I, I hate to make fun of the guy. Well, no, well, I don't. I don't. I hate to. <laughs> but I'm just saying, watching him during the court proceedings, first they were walking, they had to hold him under his arm so he could walk in. Then right. he got that. Then when he first got his walker, he was walking too good with it. He was real fast. <laughs> right. And I thought, now, if you got a walker, you don't need to walk that good. You got to at least stumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hey yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, really. Well, he come flying in there. <laughs> Let's go to David, 866. We be big. Idiot. Hopping around a little bit. Uh, we're talking about. Um, Richard Jewell, the movie, of course, it was directed by Clint Eastwood, and David wants to talk about that. David, what's up? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Good. Uh, people that remember or knew about the story of Richard Jewell uh, were very excited about this movie, especially because Clint Eastwood was directing it, and he was, you know, at the time he was a Republican, staunch Trump supporter. Well, now he's come out and said he's voting Democrat. <laughs> yeah, I think he said Bloomberg, didn't he? Mob got yeah, to yeah. it. I yeah. wonder if he's still staying dim when he because it was Bloomberg is I think yeah, is correct. Who, who he was supporting vote. him. I don't know yeah. that he'll support. He might. He, he might. might yeah. he'll support Biden or not. Right. Uh, that uh, that is one. The other thing, and we're just sitting around shooting the bull here, talking about uh, binge watching stuff. I, I have I have seen Pandemic on Netflix, and I have not clicked on it. And I did this past weekend, and I got about seventy five percent through episode one, and that will absolutely scare you to death. It's uh it's. Because it was done a couple, of, I guess a couple sure. of years ago yeah. or, or whatever, and how they're That's all it. over things right now, yeah. and like, hey, it's coming. This is what we're doing. But I guess what'll scare you to death is worldwide. The, I, there's it just it, shows you who has the resources to do what in these certain areas, right? And uh, and, and there's different episodes, so they tackle different things as it goes. But yeah, it, it will. It's yeah, uh, but it, it also make you wonder why in the world more. More things aren't spread worldwide than, than they are. Oh, that's a good. Uh, I mean, but yeah. but because there's uh, those that have these pandemics and and they go out and they try to stop them uh, before they ever start. But you get into some of these areas like in India and others where you know medicine is just not what it is uh, where where you where, where we are here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And so you get to these villages outside the main cities there in India, and they got some stuff running in there. Hey, they got some stuff that. I'm telling you, well, to be a doctor in India, that's that's quite a calling because mm-hmm, sure. you got some stuff that walk in your facility. 
you know? Yeah. And, and then, like you said, that it's especially in episode one, by the time they get to the big city, it's too late. Yeah. I mean, because they've tried desperately to, to take care of it outside uh, in their small villages, and by the time they get to us, it's they're sick. They're way, way, way sick. Yeah. Yeah. I almost want and, – and the physician that we'll talk to this morning, Dr. Um, – Dion Odom. Yeah. I, I kind of look at her the same way I see this person in New York in mm-hmm. the one that yes. you're talking yeah, about, yeah, pandemic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of very similar roles right. that they're playing. And I <laughs> wonder what the one in the Netflix documentary is doing now. Mm-hmm. And I could have sworn I saw her in a, in a press conference a couple weeks ago, and it may have just been one of those things where – you know, you're out hunting and you want to see a deer, mm-hmm. and so you make a tree or a bush, the deer. It's almost yeah. like I was wanting that. Well, okay, now that's what she's doing. Right. I don't know if it's her or not, but yeah. her life. Wow. Yeah. So Pandemic is not a movie. It's it's a, it's a, document, uh, a documentary that has multiple episodes, and it features different doctors uh, around the world. Yeah. And, and one of them that Helms is talking about is she's in charge of, of all the New York hospitals preparing themselves for pandemics and outbreaks. And so uh, she's got quite the job. And, and now, like you're talking about, I wonder if she's still there. And if you said you saw her, then I guess she is. But with the numbers that are going on in New York with this COVID-19 and how they're climbing, this is what they were trying to prepare for. But nobody ever And you could tell, this. you could even see in the meetings that she would have, Greg, she would ask. You could tell people didn't want to be in those meetings. No, they were, they were like, here tears. we are. We're, oh, here we're we here. go again. What are we doing this for? And she was so <laughs> passionate about yes. it. Yes. Do you call that a docu-series? When it it's a so. documentary that has episodes? Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, there you yes. go. I think this this Tiger King's the same way. Oh, wait, that's enough. Somebody way, keeps saying, now look, y'all, I can't recommend it or not. I haven't seen it, so don't blame me if you go look at it and it's a little off the wall. But I keep getting emails that, hey, you need, you need to watch this. <laughs> and I think it's a docu-series. Too. Yeah, yeah. 866-WE-BE-BIG, the number, Tina in Madison, Alabama. What's up, Tina? Hey, good morning. And I was just curious, you were talking about movies and things. I was wondering, I was talking to a friend of mine about this, if anybody had watched the uh, movie Outbreak. Oh, yeah. It oh, out, yeah. It, it came out in 1995. But oh, I, yeah. I, I thought about watching it again just to see it from this perspective. Yeah, uh, we, we have. That's a classic. Ebola. That's a classic, Tina. And we have uh, – Watch that a number of times, scare but you. it'll scare you. Yeah, it will. Because like when the saying, government was about to nuke the whole place. Remember yeah. That? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it's it's funny, uh, Tina, uh, that the popular you know the most popular movies that are doing well on on Apple or whatever you can see, and it's all these outbreak movies yeah. <laughs> that are having know, to do with these. Coming back. Yeah. There's another one on Netflix called Containment. Yes. Uh, that's it's actually one. just a made-up deal, mm-hmm. and it'll scare you. Yeah, I watched it. I'm not watching any of yeah. that. Yeah. I it has to do with Atlanta. Atlanta. Yes, it, Atlanta. it starts in Atlanta. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Atlanta's in a handle Containment will scare you. Yeah. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, 13 minutes till top of the hour. We're live and have started a brand new week. Uh, later in the show today, Dr. Jody Dion Odom with the infectious uh, disease uh, from UAB. She'll be with Rick us Bubba, later in the show. Eight minutes till top of the hour. We are rolling and we live. It's the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. You just a bomb on me, baby. You just a bomb on me. 
866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We're just kind of sitting around shooting the bull, uh, talking about what you're talking about. Uh, a lot of folks been kind of stoved up at the old house, uh, some not being able to work, others just heeding the warning of uh, the administration on, um, hey, everybody chill, 15 days, 15 days, give us 15 days, see if it makes a difference. I think we're day eight now uh, of the 15, where they're asking everyone to kind of stay put, uh, and different cities, different states have got different guidelines and things that they've handed down on what's open, what's not open. Uh, some states not as affected uh, as others, so you got different guidelines in your state. But basically, most have tried to stay at home and distance themselves uh, from others, which means that uh, we're doing jobs around the house and we're watching stuff. Uh, it's a combination of things. And so we've been discussing some of that. And Tiger King came up. And let us tell you right now, we know nothing about this. We have this. not seen it. We don't know anything about it. We've, we've seen folks tweet about it. Uh, we've gotten emails on it. And Brian in Birmingham uh, wants to uh, clue us in on it. What's up, uh, Brian? You doing Good all right? Good morning, fellas. Good. Good morning. How y'all doing? Good. Good. So let me tell y'all, we, my wife and I, we're doing this you know, quarantine. So the other night we're scrolling through. We watched one episode of Pandemic, and that pretty much freaked us out. Sure. <laughs> so we've seen this Tiger King, and I said, well, let's give it a shot. Okay. And I, let me tell you, that is the biggest cluster I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Those people are nuts, and every one of them has, I don't know, anywhere from 60 to two, 300 of those big cats, and they're just hanging out in cages with them. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? So, but, uh, story, if, if I mean, you, it's it, got everything. I mean, like murder mysteries. It's right. got everything. Could you spend about 30 oh, yeah, seconds have- and, and, and give everybody what this is about? Because a lot of people don't know. Apparently, there is a... There's a gay country singer in Oklahoma with a sweet mullet that has two or three hundred of these cats. And there is a psychotic lady that lives in, I think, Tampa, Florida, that has two or three hundred of them. She says that hers is, quote, unquote, a rescue. And the more you get into it, she's just as bad as these other guys, but she wants to shut everybody down. Uh Well, apparently, the little cowboy guy is wanting to have her murdered. And there's a couple other little murder stories in there as well. Uh, okay, all right, don't run. Did you it. say yeah. a gay country singer? Say, okay, that's. I think oh, we we, we the cowboy fellow, the gay guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it, it it'll blow your mind. All right, okay. so are they wanting to murder each other because they're in competition? Yeah, they want to be king of the cats. Okay, that's it, Tiger King. Well, there you go. Right. Okay. Okay. Shut him down. And apparently, we haven't made it all the way through yet. We're only like episode four. He's trying to pay somebody to kill her. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So we'll stop there. All right. Now, now let me ask you this real quick, Brian, just so we can let the audience know what what is the yuck factor language and all that. Where are we at on all that? Uh, You definitely don't want kids watching because they'll drop an f bomb real quick. Okay. Okay. All right. So we got language. Like being around Speedy. Uh, Careful, (laughs) careful, Brian. Brian, thanks for a lot, buddy. There were two. Don't laugh at that, Brian. There were. Two texts. My my biggest text and yeah. email this week was on two different things. Now they're on two different ends of the spectrum. <laughs> right, okay, evidently, right. yeah. Tiger King and The Chosen. Yeah, yeah. Those were two things yeah, yeah, that yeah. To, somebody said, "Hey, you got to watch this." Right now, I understand you have to work to get to The Chosen. I did. Right? I had to okay. work tremendously hard like, to get to The Chosen. Yeah. What was the name of the one? The guy. But it's excellent once you find it. <laughs> right. We've quoted many times the guy who's the daughter. It was a terrible situation with the 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 man stole their daughter and then. What was that called that we we talked about a thousand times? You know, and then he Man. claimed that it was aliens, and he you. Oh gosh, yes. Oh, uh, oh, what's the name of that? This sounds like it's going down oh, that I track. Know what you're yes, about. yes, 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 yes. And he what was, was talking. 
he, he could manipulate everything. Something yes. in plain yeah. sight, was that it? Something, something in plain sight. Yeah, maybe vanished, that. I can't remember. Stolen plain sight. I don't, but it was crazy. I don't even yeah. remember that. Crazy. What you got? Abducted in plain sight. Yeah. I remember go. telling you guys here, I said, I can't explain it. You just watch it and let <laughs> yeah. me know what you Right. Think. Unbelievable. Most bizarre uh, thing I've ever seen. All right. Let's see if we can get Ed in before we have to go to break. Ed, we didn't give you long. You say uh, you've got the top five best uh, epidemic. epidemic movies. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, I was just asking you what would be your top five. I'd just say oh. my number one for me would be the granddaddy of them all, the shining Stephen King's The Shining. That one there creeped me out for years as a kid. What's that got to the do? Original the original one. All right, guys, well, I, I don't know out. if I have COVID-19. Does anybody have a disease in The Shining? <laughs> are, 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 do I are have you a you saying, Are you saying what are our best movies to watch during an epidemic? No, the best, the top five best epidemic uh, movies. All right, I want to talk for Ed. All right, Ed, listen to me. Are you I trying to say you see me trying to go logical? while you're in lockdown and quarantined, the best movies to watch? No, during that he's time? not saying that at all. I just asked him saying, that. Are you comparing this to say Outbreak? Yeah, yeah. How? Oh my gosh! Others. How? Yeah. Ed, am I missing what, the what happens in the got, Shining? Uh, Do I have they were ghosts and stuff? I'm yeah, he, but the, the the premise of the movie was the same as any of these others, but it had that it had that evil connotation to it. It just no, really, it really this was a guy and his family were staying yeah. at a at a hotel during the off season. Ed, I'm lost. And it's Help me, haunted, and it and it possesses hey, him, and he tries to kill his family. I don't see that as an as a some type of viral. <laughs> <laughs> well, the second right. one would be what was the one with Brad Pitt, where the good-looking actress got her head cut open when they were trying to. Ed won't come off of it. He said, this is, "What about his second one?" Yeah, yeah, Ed, I don't yeah. think you know what epidemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ed, Ed, being being alone, being like isolated, yeah. doesn't make it an epidemic movie. Thanks, Ed. No, yes, one family. There's four people. We're counting Catman Scruthers. There's five. <laughs> Have you seen Castaway Man? That. Epidemic movie kicks butt. Best epidemic movie. He's got the epidemic of loneliness. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on that blubber. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866. We be big is the number. We start this hour with a national anthem. Our national anthem. Here's Whitney Houston. Try. 
It is eight and a half minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, live from the Broadcast Plaza in Teleport. Thank you for being with us. I want a new drug. We'll update you on the pandemic. Uh, we'll try to uh, uh, cover the stories of the day, give out suggestions on things you could be doing while you're quarantined. Uh, look back over the weekend. Trust me, during quarantine, our weekend updates are a little dull, but we'll uh, we'll share with you what we got. Uh, we'll look at the stories of the day. We'll upstate, uh, update you on this historic time uh, in our country and around the world. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler have already given you a kickoff hour. Hope you've enjoyed that. Uh, Stretch Armstrong has been quarantined. He makes his way back to Rick and Bubba University. Uh, he'll be taking phone calls today at 866-WE-BE-BIG and working with Adler as Adler prepares uh, to uh, uh, get ready to spend time at home with his wife as they're expecting their first child uh, coming up here in mid-April. Uh, so we'll work toward that big event uh, as well. Across the way, uh, there he sits, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive, but most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice. Professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill. Bubba Bussy! Hello, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, pandemic victims everywhere. Welcome to another edition of Rick and Bubba. I'm out of love, out of love. Got a photograph, picture of. Pass your killer, you're too much. You're the only one I want to touch. Somebody come on with me. I see your face every time I see. Only with Right there, when I heard that one, I thought, "Well, I guess music will just not continue." Oh, okay. <laughs> That'll be you it. know what you did? Hit rewind and listen to it again. Yes, sir. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard "Photograph" by Def Leppard. We were we were in this this room at my parents' house. You know, mm-hmm. you know how you you're, those those houses that we grew up in in the sixties and seventies. You you all, there was always a room that nobody really. You used. had a living room and a den. Yeah, you had a living room yeah. and a little den. Nobody, nobody went in the living room. No. Ever. That was special <laughs> occasions. Yeah, so, we had a stereo in there and. I remember the first time that we we bought a cassette deck mm-hmm. that went with, that connected to the stereo right underneath this big yes. stereo with these big speakers, and it was a little cassette deck. I can still see what it looked oh, like. Oh, Pioneer. Yeah, Pioneer, and Greg the Bull Olsen yeah. showed up with a cassette, God rest his soul, of a little band called Def Leppard. He sure <laughs> did. And Greg and I were like, what is this? And we put it in, and doggone it, if we didn't hit play, and photograph came out of those big speakers. And, I, I mean, you know, was, of course, the one and only, Bubba. Sony. 
Yeah. And uh, and those <laughs> that when I heard, I thought, well, who in the world has has found a way to come up with photograph? Yeah. I mean, I mean, this yeah. thing we got all kinds of hooks. We yeah. Got, I mean, this thing. Who, who's done this for us? And uh, so anyway, oh, I couldn't get enough of it. And then the whole then the whole album oh. I got it. Bluten, bling, black, and gold. It was just over the top. It was it. All right, so we'll uh, we'll update you. Obviously, pandemic is still going to be at the center of what we're we're talking about. We will talk about the weekend. I'll tell you some of the things that happened. We will about what we're all trying to do to to just not be so bored out of your. I mean, out of your mind. And um, I, I heard from the very active uh, young Broderick this weekend. He was walking around. He picked up an old lacrosse stick and started like throwing a, a rubber ball hmm. inside the house. And sure, my wife was screaming, "Do not do that inside the house!" He said. My body is tingling. I can't sit anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, my, my body is tingling. I, I have to do something. I have to walk around. I've got a. I've shot basketball. I've done this. I've done that. So, so we'll talk a little bit about that, and we will get an update. Uh, we will talk to Dr. Jody Dion Odom, uh, who we talked to about a week ago. She'll be with us, uh, and she is, of course, uh, working in the infectious disease department at UAB. You've heard UAB being talked about on the national news. They're certainly at the forefront with others fighting to, to come up with answers. And we will talk to her and get an update on the pandemic. Um, and, uh, Bubba, as you said, um, it's, um, it is, there's a, there, well, we got, we got us, we got to set for a little balancing act going here. Hmm. How, how do we protect the, the people of this country? How do we deal with the rest of the world? How do we keep, uh, I mean, honestly, and, and certainly we, we don't think this is going to happen, but I mean, if, if something isn't done, I think we're discovering, how much of our economy thrives on businesses that involve people gathering? Yeah. Uh, do you realize how many how many businesses are tied to people gathering? I'd yeah. be a, I'd be a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and and most most, most what we do most. Hmm. I mean, just, just the and so um, it's it, it, it we don't want to say the the D word depression, but something you're now going to have to. And you said the president will will come back and talk about the end of the week. We'll start this balancing act of. The death of the economy and it not being able to recover versus the safety of those that that may be at risk of you know this taking their life. It's a it's a balancing act, and and, the, and and these drugs, if they can come around, will will help that decision to be a little easier. Yeah, we we you know every day the statistics, the numbers become clear. I hate when we have to talk about numbers of death because every mm. person is important, but it is no a doubt. numbers game. No doubt about it. And we're seeing uh, Italy just be ravaged by yeah, this. Right. They Their their death rate is 10%. Mm-hmm. If you get it, you're one in 10 right. dies. There's a lot of reasons for that. And and, and we're, we're looking at those reasons. Why is that happening? Spain is, is now suiting up and following suit. France may be in the ballgame too. The U.S. has been – very lucky so far. Our death rate, uh, the numbers I saw last night is 1%. Right. So we're, right now we're doing good, but we're going to have a bad week, and we need to just mentally prepare for that. Let's come back. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that one. Pack it a little bit. We'll get your phone calls in here. Uh, we'll continue. More suggestions for things you can do while you're quarantined. Uh, we've got toilet paper we're going to give away again this week. <laughs> uh, be paying attention for that. If you miss Rick and Bubba University, the podcast over the weekend, there's a new one now as we all are just binging and craving content. Our interview with Andy Andrews is timely. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. As we make our way back, uh, so let's talk about this uh, delicate balance that we're going to see coming up. Uh, and you said that there'll be a discussion about this at week's end. So we have two things going on, and they're really glaring. Now, I'm strictly talking about the United States of America right now, but it would apply to any country, really. Uh, but in our country, here, here comes the Balancing Act, protecting people from the actual virus. That's right, pretty, pretty right. obvious. That one's pretty obvious. Protecting everybody, and, and especially the, the high risk, even though the, the virus is so unknown. We, don't re- we in general, kind of know what it does, but you know, there's things that have been unpredictable because it, it's a virus we've never seen before. And, hey, we're working. The malaria drug is showing some promise. Uh, combining that with the Z-Pack and all that, you know, there's some people that think we're putting too much in that, and some people think we're rushing it. I don't think the malaria drug can be rushed since it's been around since the 50s. But, yeah, yeah, it's safe. We yeah, know it's safe. But, but anyway, so... And again, who knows if, if that's going to help or not? Because that would that would it would be great if we could get to the point that says if you get it, do this, and in six days you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. That that would solve a lot of it. But then comes the balance of the longer that we live the way we're living, we can get to the point that our economy is destroyed to the point that it can't recover in any short period of time. Now I think it will recover, but the problem is, in order to recover, you have to still be in business when business starts again. I mean, how do you survive till you get there? And I've been talking to people that says we can't survive much longer. I mean, you can start the economy back all day long, but we're already done. We're out of business. Right? Yeah, and that's yeah. what Trump was saying is keeping the companies together to where when it does come back, they're not just dismantled. Right. They, they they still have some type of structure to where they can crank, crank right. back up. And, and, that, and I that think is the that's challenge. where some of the holdup in the Senate right now on the, on the relief is that the demos want it all to go to the workers. Well, the Republicans are saying that's fine. We won't take care of them. But if there is no job after they get this check to go back to, you haven't gained anything. And they just cannot accept the fact that they're going to be giving money to rich people. And, well, and no, that no. is that is Maybe, just, that's where they're locked up at. Well, you and I and, and this they ain't whole, rich anymore. And this whole show, this whole show <laughs> has been trying to educate for years on how the real, the real world works. We shouldn't call them rich people, Democrats. We should call them job providers. Yes. If yes. the job provider cannot survive, there's no job to provide. Mm-hmm. So, so let's just call them job providers uh, because that's important because they're they're a big part of of the old economic wheel. And, and yeah. this is a lot like, and we've we've had many friends, and we probably have people going through this now who are are fighting cancer and they require a bone marrow transplant oh, yeah. and. You know, we've had both. We've had very good friends and family and everything else that went through this. And when they do that, they have to kill off the person's immune system and then basically regrow it. Well, if you go too far, that's bad. Mm-hmm. If you don't go far enough, it doesn't work. Right. So there's that right, perfect point. And I think uh, in tying that to the economy, um, the economy is being a victim of what we're having to do to stop the pandemic. And apparently in the U.S., we're having better numbers than a lot of the world. But it, this is going, and this is what I was going to say, this is going to be a bad week. We need to mentally get prepared for horrific numbers yeah. because testing is coming online. I don't really think we have that many more people sick, but we're going to find out they're sick. Right. So last week when we left the show, we had about 15,000 cases nationwide we had said on the show, and it had been, you know, uh, we were telling you what the experts were saying. They hope this week to hold it to 25, 30,000. Okay. That would be success. 
100,000 would be bad. We've already blown by that 25. So it's we're going to have bad, bad numbers this week. We need to mentally get prepared for that. Uh, the good news is our, our death rate in the U.S. is about 1% right now. We'll let Dr. Jody address that further. Uh, as compared to almost 10% in Italy, 7% in other countries. And um, so I, I think what we're, we're going to see, Rick, um, is as Trump was trying to say, the malaria drug shows some promise in slowing it down. It's not a cure, not a cure lessens the symptoms, gets you back quicker, uh, makes the run shorter, and France is now prescribing that. They're going, we're in. We're giving everybody we can give that's in high risk that and a ZPAC combination. Um, the doc can tell us why those work together. Um, we got to try something to the new things are online. We're just trying to, to – you know, put our finger in the dam. It's not going to be a cure, yeah. but but do that and produce that as quick as we can. Now, from an economy standpoint, and Trump has basically said this. Uh, he he he's been hinting at this, and I think he pr- probably much pretty much said that in, in a tweet that went out almost around midnight last night. He has said, and we had a fifteen day plan. Okay, that fifteen day plan is going to end, I guess, over the weekend or next Monday, a week from today. And at that point, he is going to make a decision to shut the hot spots down and t- send everybody else back to work or go with a total lockdown, what we would commonly call martial law oh my for gosh. another period of That's, time. Uh, yeah. The whole Brooks didn't hear that. Um, yeah, well, d- yesterday, if I could, yesterday he said he doesn't think it'll ever get to that because each state has different – D- different necessities like New York and right. California and Washington, they are going to have to go into some type of, but mid middle America doesn't have the issues that others have is, that, is what he was saying. That, yesterday. W- that hopefully will be the choice. Well, cause right. if you look at it right now, of course I was thinking about, is it, Genesis 128, and I know that our our founders talked about this too about congregating in big in big oh, areas. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, but anyway, the uh, but so it's really a big city, large population problem for obvious reasons. If you're spread out more, you're not having the issues right, right. that if you're right on top of people. Yeah, and you see that even in our own state, county by county. You know, Birmingham's county is by far the biggest hotspot. The rest of the state, with of course Montgomery and Lee County. I think somewhere a distant second, and then everybody else. It's it's yeah, it's, well, it's, it's single digits. If yeah. you, you know, right now, if you live in the country, it's mm-hmm. better than living in the city. Right. It's better to live in a small community than in a bigger city, such right. as Birmingham. Right. It's better to live in Birmingham than Atlanta. Right. Better to live mm-hmm. in Atlanta than New York. Right. It's a it's a cluster density issue. Right. And again. The president is going to have some really, really hard decisions to make. Um, if we survive this and we have no economy, we're at Thunderdome when this is over. Right? Have we? Have we won? I know you're, uh, you're balancing. We, yeah. You know, we're trying to do right now to save lives, and but at some point, does he decide that we will have to accept a reasonable number of deaths to make the country survive? And that's going to be a very hard decision. It is. It is. On him and the Congress. It's almost like 
the economic version of storming the beach at Normandy. It's going to cost a lot of lives, yep, but, does exactly. to, but, does exactly. it, but does it have to be done? You know, I hate to quote Mr. Spock, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. You know, we try to take care of everybody, and that's why we've done this. But yeah. how long can we maintain it? Bottom of the hour, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Your voice of calm in the middle of adversity. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Relief Factor, uh, love having them as part of the program. And the good news about Relief Factor, you can simply go to relieffactor.com and it is shipped right to your door. Uh, and uh, it is an all-natural product made up of four botanicals, uh, all working together naturally to fight the body's, uh, you know, response to inflammation, the inflammatory response. Uh, that our body is built and ready to go. But a lot of times the, the other drugs that we use that are in this inflammation world uh, have side effects, and they're not designed to be part of your lifestyle. And, and, but, but this is different because it's all natural. Uh, Peggy writes out of Arkansas, said, I've had lower back issues for 10 years. I've, I've done the yoga. I've worked with a chiropractor, and those things have been helpful, but the pain never really went away. I can honestly say because of Relief Factor, I'm now pain-free. I didn't even imagine that was possible. Relief Factor is amazing, and thank you, Rick and Bubba, for pointing us to it. Sure. Uh, go to relieffactor.com, three-week trial packs, nineteen ninety-five. Uh, also go to rickandbubba.com. There's a link under the Sponsors button. Coming up at uh, the top of the next hour, we'll check in with Dr. Jody Dion Odom, Assistant Professor of Medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases at UAB. Uh, we'll get an update from her coming up. People standing by on the phones at 866 866- we be big. Let's go to Bob in Birmingham. Bob, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go right ahead. Hi, Rick and Bubba. It's Rob. I'm oh, Rob. Birmingham. Rob, I thought I said Rob. Bob. Go yeah, ahead. Go yeah. ahead. That's okay. That's okay. I love your show. Um, Thank you. I just came. I just relocated from New England. Yes, sir. Back in uh, December, and uh, so my wife is finishing up her responsibilities in New England before joining me down here, and. Uh, we were talking over the weekend, and she reminded me that she was sick back in February. She, she does day caring. And uh, one of the kids came, uh, gave her a, a, a flu, essentially. But she says, you know what? You read all the symptoms. And back in February, they were saying this was like the worst flu that people have seen. And it's two weeks long, and it runs through you, and there's coughing. And she's looking back, and she goes, you know, Everybody here pretty much had the coronavirus, it sounds like, back in February. But nobody caused any big to-do about it. Nobody caused – they didn't put a name to it. They just let it run its course. And now it's like with this, this state – you know, well, I'm, I'm, from, New, I'm, I'm uh, from Vermont, and yeah. it's uh, up in New England. And it's now it's a big deal because they have a name to it. Yeah, and, and, and plus yeah, it's, it's, it's unknown, and like the problem you have with it is the situation that that may or may not have been for your wife is certainly a lot of people's experience, but in even in one household, I saw them being interviewed, we had three people yeah. get it, and the, and the wife had mild symptoms like you were talking about, so did the son, but the dad, who was in his 40s, uh, ends up going on a ventilator in the hospital. Uh, so it, yeah. it varies wildly from person to person, but yeah, I think there are a lot of people that are saying, okay, this was here. We just didn't know what it was called. And some people had already gotten it and gotten through it, which is the experience of, you know, 80 something percent of the people. 
so that is possible that it was here and we just didn't have a name for it yet. But we just don't know. Yeah, See, right. there's no way to test for that. There's mm-hmm. no, and I had uh, corresponded with Dr. Jody and uh, last week, and we talked about it on the air. There is just no test now to say, Rick, you're immune to it. You've had it. Right. You're immune to it, Greg, or you guys have not had it. So, and then you got to worry with mutations of it after that. So it's just like our current flu. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be an issue, but we'll handle that down the road. We just don't know. And you know, on the symptoms thing, and this, if you go online and look at this, it's all over the road. You don't know what yeah. to believe. Right. You hear some people saying, oh, it was mild. I did this. There's a report today that most of the people have very mild symptoms to begin with, and then some get better, and then some end up in the hospital. Right. So some have fever, I, I don't some know. don't. Yeah, it's no just fever. crazy. I it's thought crazy. fever was the the marker. I did too. Right. We got yeah. people saying I didn't have any. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have. The, I think the the term is asymptomatic. You, you don't have any symptoms, and boom, you've got it. You're mm-hmm. carrying it. Well, and I think the the point he was making too, which is true. I think, and back to you said preparing for this week, there were people walking around with it that we didn't have any way to test them, and we just assumed they had the normal flu. And the reason why you're seeing the numbers take this climb to Bubba's point a minute ago is these people have been sick the whole time. We just haven't been able to officially declare you sick. Right. And so when we do that, then we're, we're going to see the numbers go up for a while because these were people that already had it, but we had no way to declare they had it. Right. Yeah. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Aaron out of Selma, Alabama. Aaron, go right ahead. How are you? Hey, good morning, Rick and Bubba. Hey. Uh, I'm just basically revisiting what y'all are talking about, how like the Democrats and the Republicans are in a headlock with that uh, bill that Trump's trying to get passed, basically giving Americans money and giving, like you said, job providers the money and all. But if somewhere I read, and I just want to make sure I'm clear, or, you know, if I'm wrong, just let me know. I thought the money given to the job providers was actually a loan. So wouldn't the money be paid back anyways? That was given to what? It was it a loan? Yeah. No, it wasn't. So the, but you said a loan to the what? The shop? What? What did you say? No, the shop. Like your businesses and stuff. Okay, like the, the businesses. Yeah, I, I talked with with uh, Gary Palmer over the weekend. And of course, we were talking about you know trying to get some help. We've got a, a a group of people who went on mission trip that are big fans of the show, and they're trapped in Zambia and can't get back. Mm. And uh, and he was talking about these people that have traveled different places and now they're trapped. Uh, and there's only so much, frankly, that the government can do about that. But um, he was talking about, and, and I sent it to you, Bob, in an email. He sent some things that he's proposing, uh, the one called the loss of income relief for small businesses and the loss of income relief for individuals. And you're right, that is different. Yeah. Uh, the, the small businesses are trying to give them kind of 0% loans and, and a long uh, and time to pay it back. But the point is, there has to be some payback on some of this, or again, now we've got another problem. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think some of that will be done. Here's the thing, too. Let me let me give you, uh, and, and I have been asking these questions of our banker friends. There is a thing called the superintendents. Uh, each state has a state superintendent of banks that coordinate banks for the state, apparently, and then they have a governing body called the National Association of Superintendents. And nobody really understands how to do this better than bankers right. who, who deal with this every day. As smart as some of our people in Congress think they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they haven't been in this business and haven't done this, they don't know how to do it. They are in the process of making recommendations, and the, uh, the, the SBA or the Small Business Association will be taking these on and formulating how to do this. 
And uh, basically, you know, when you, you have the Small Business Administration, what you do, you, you get a loan from a bank and the SBA guarantees the majority of it, 90, 95% or whatever. Then the bank has a little bit, but the government has the lion's share or the liability of that loan. And they'll probably just streamline that and speed that up so that businesses can get literally interest-free loans so, for yeah. a period of time. So here's what's being proposed, and, and, and you got this email too, but I sent it to you over the weekend. And it's, again, proposed. That doesn't mean this is what they're going to do. Okay, let me be clear. Right. About they're still fighting about that. This is what is proposed. Right. Provide zero interest loans, this is for the businesses, to businesses in three-month increments during the COVID-19 outbreak to maintain payroll and pay operating expenses. The loan should be administered through the local banks and backed by the Treasury. The banks could also pause mortgage loan or lease rent payments yeah. for small business, and interest on mortgages and other loans could, could also be paused. Repayment would begin in 2021. Must be repaid by 2027, 70, 72 months. G- give them time to spread it out over right. good times, and then it won't be such a hit for them. The start date, start date and length of time for repayment can be adjusted as needed based on the business's cash flow and ability to repay. Right. Up to 50% of, of the loan balance may be forgiven if the business maintains payroll and benefits through the COVID-19 outbreak. All fees and other expenses associated with the loan should be waived and covered by the Treasury. Now, here's another one that nobody's thinking about. It's been brought up, but he said this really is a problem. These loans would also be available for nonprofit groups, including churches, because the churches right now, I mean, if you're a big-time, super big church, you probably can get through this if it doesn't go on much longer. But one, And it's a sad state of affairs, but all the studies that have been done, only about 20% of a church body tithes. And when I say tithes, that means it is non-negotiable. It's the first check you write whenever it is, yearly, weekly, monthly, however you do it. And you pay your your 10% uh, uh, off the top to the church as a member of that church body. Only about 20% of church members actually do that. So, so So then everybody else is fluid. And they said, well, this time, guess what? The fluid they're not doing it. Right. And so some of these churches that are saying, look, I'm not talking about tiny. I'm talking about say you right, have right. 500 to 1,000 members, which is a pretty big church, or 500 or less. Some of these people are literally saying we can't continue to pay the people that had this as their vocation, uh, and we certainly going to still continue. But as far right. as it being your job, right. you're going to have to find something else to do for a living if, if something doesn't, doesn't give. Well, so they're offering this to yeah. nonprofits and to churches as well. well and see, I, if this is passed, that, right. that's some, what's proposed. <clears throat> some people from the government will get hung up, no doubt, on the fact you're talking about a church. Correct. But here is the thing. We're not looking at them as a church. We're looking at them as an employer, and right. that's the way they need to be looked well, back at. Back to what we said a minute ago. That's, that's what needs to be called, right. job providers. Right. And, um, so so they're, they're, they are formulating a way out of this, but we, you know, the devil's in the details. We've got to get it through politicians and Hopefully that will will come about and we can get everybody back to work shortly. Now, the medical side of this is probably not going to want the president to reopen the country. Right. You, you realize he's going to have a real battle on this. Yeah. We'll take more of your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. I'll be listening and watching for your chance to win toilet paper 
from the Rick and Bubba show. We give away our first two rolls on Friday's edition. Another night of this rock and roll. So um, we've got uh, Dr. Jody Dion Odom. Uh, of course, she is uh, an associate professor of med- uh, medicine there and director of infectious disease at UAB. We'll, we'll get an update from her coming up uh, top of the hour. Uh, I know phone calls are coming in. Uh, Bubba, uh, Mark and Coleman, uh, go right ahead. Has a comment he wanted to make. Mark, what's up? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, Great. good. I just had a quick question. What do y'all think the situation we'd be in right now if Trump wouldn't have got elected and Hillary Clinton did and we were under the Obama mm. economy that we were under? Yeah, you know, the fact that the, the economy was breaking records it, it, you have to just common sense tells you that soften the blow some. Yeah, I mean, can yeah. you imagine if you've been in a weak or mediocre economy and this hits? Well, we'll have so much Monday morning and armchair quarterbacking when this is over. It'll be un, unprecedented. But I think that the president has done some things that have been very good. Now, you're going to see governors on there crying, where's my mask? Guys, we we can't pull masks and ventilators out of our butt. We just mm-hmm. can't do it. Right. And we had a strategic reserve. This 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 is bigger than anything. It's a tidal wave. Mm-hmm. Nobody expected this. Right. So we're doing all we can do. And I think Trump shut you you remember when he shut down China? Mm-hmm. People were were calling him a xenophobe. No, I know. Hey you hey. Zinfo? Right. You're against Asians? Is that it, pal? Yeah. You know, ask, all that. Ask Italy if they wish they'd shut them down. Yeah. Yeah, really. And the Europe thing even got blowback on. Look, he's doing all he can do. The federal government is not your mother, okay? Mm-hmm. They're doing all they can do. That's all we can do. Right. The gov- The governors are doing all they can do. There is no magic wand here. I know a lot of you have grown up with that spoon in your mouth that you think everything you can be fed, but it, hey, we got to have our big boy pants on right now, guys. Well, it goes back to the thing we talked about. This is the time that we're all going to finally learn where things come from and how yes. much they cost. Yes, yeah. we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> and the fact that you're, it is not a right, <laughs> right. to have a cell phone and uh, a car and no, gas no, it's and, not. and all the other things that go along with that. So uh, tanning beds and right. all that. And we'll talk, uh, you know, because I don't want to give out false hope, and I'm looking for when it came in. But but over the weekend, uh, and we'll talk about it more in detail coming up about um, about this bunch that's stuck in Zambia. Somehow they've gotten word that we know now, and we're bringing them home. And I just don't want them to get fault. Nah. I, don't, I don't want you to get yeah. false hope. I'll talk about the hope. We process. love you. We know about you, and, but I don't know what, we, how we can help. And you we'll right bring now. attention to it again right. today. But others are talking about. We're, it. we're getting we'll the word, but it's just there. There's a lot of challenges right now. Let's go to Marlin <clears throat> out of Prattville. Listen to us on I ninety two. Marlin, go ahead. Yes, uh, how you doing, Rick and Bubba? Good. Great. How you doing, Marlon? All right, all right. Um, the thing I want to say is I was just looking at this in the Bible, and um, Psalm 104.14, and it was talking about the God that gave the herb for food for man. And really, if people go back to nature, it's really... It's really a lot of herbs that can prevent the coronavirus from being taken. It's a virus, so it deals with your immune system. And what you have to do is you have to build up your immune system and your cells to where if a virus is around, it won't affect you. And I was looking at, uh, I was listening to Patrick Dales, a master herbalist on Facebook, and he was talking about that and, uh, one of the things he had offered was uh, 
a glass of water with some squeezed lemon and a pinch, a tiny pinch of cayenne pepper in the morning on an empty stomach, which which what it does, it the cayenne pepper goes into the system and it prevents the virus from going up into your nose because, you know, that's how the, you catch yeah. the virus is coming up into your nose. I yeah. guess because you're sneezing so hard, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, you, yeah. yeah. There's no, Marla. You you make some good points, yeah, and I, yeah. I've said this to sure. my family, and I know y'all are going to laugh when I say this. We need to be at the best health we possibly can, and that is eating right and exercising. Okay. <laughs> what in the world? We Especially that during this. During this. Let me say you talk to me. Let me let me, let me ask, let, yeah. time out. Rescue people from Zambia and find Bubba. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and look, you, you can be, though, at Don't absolute 100% of your potential health. Mm-hmm. You can still get sick with a virus. Yeah, but what the but point, it gives you better odds. Yeah, I think the point— It's a numbers game. And, Marlon, I don't, I, don't, I don't disagree with right, you, right. But, but I think to Bubba's point, yes, your immune system needs to be healthy. I'm not sure that there's a way to get to where you never get sick, yeah. but your immune system keeps you from being killed by it. And it does give your body the best shot to fight it off. And when it does get sick, it's lesser, you know, the severity of it is lesser. Maybe the time of it's lesser and all that. Ryan and Trustful. Ryan, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, sir. How y'all doing? Good. great. I got a question. My son, I'm a single father, and my son is supposed to go see his mother in Minnesota this weekend. I haven't heard anything about airlines closing down and social distancing is kind of hard on airplanes. So... And I've been working so much, I haven't been able to watch the news a whole lot. And I didn't know if y'all had any information on that for me. Well, I mean, they won't, social distancing won't be too difficult because the planes are all empty. Yeah, you may uh, have it by yourself. <laughs> you may have it by yourself. And we've parked uh, a large part uh, portion of the fleets because there's so little demand for flights right now. So I, I don't think there'll be any issue there as far as getting on a plane and, and being in, uh, people on top of you. How far do you have to go? To Minnesota. Minnesota. What part of Minnesota? Minneapolis. Ooh. But he has a two-hour two layover in Dallas. Well, my, my issue is not oh, the flight man. itself. Is that you're, you're sending him to highly populated areas. Yeah. I mean, you're sending him yeah. to Dallas and then on to, to Minneapolis. That would be my bigger concern is the places where he's actually going. Ryan, if, if it was my family, okay, can I just speak from the heart here right now? If it was my family, yes, I would tell them to get a car and drive. Well, it's, he's only 17 years old. It'd be his first time being away from yeah. family in a, in, a, in a long distance like that. Well, what do you think and, about uh, this? I know the situation, you know, it, it can be difficult. What about you and his mother getting together and saying, look, these are, these are times and situations that neither one of us thought we would be dealing with. Yeah. Why don't we delay his return to you for another week? I agree with that. She's already bought the tickets, and it was well. They'll refund hard them. enough. Yeah, they'll. they'll re- yeah, it was hard enough for me to get custody of my son because I just moved yeah. back down here from up there. Well, these are situations so, where anything that everybody agreed on is kind of thrown out right now because we all agreed on these arrangements under situations that didn't include this. So I think you will find some sympathy with the courts. You'll find sympathy with refunds of tickets. And my biggest concern would be, let's hold up, let's get through the 15 days, why don't we revisit this this weekend? That's that's what I would do. I would delay that that trip. If it were me. Yes, now, I, I can't tell you what to do. Yeah, yeah, you, you'll I'm, have to make your own call but, on that. But I'm talking about if, if it were me, and I think that's reasonable, just say, look, right now, 
you know, if he's where, you know, I'm seeing where you're calling is him. He, on is, if he has food, access to food, and, and mentally he can deal with that, yeah. uh, you might want to do that. But that, that'll be in y'all's psychological position on this. Yeah. yeah. But Minneapolis and Dallas versus Trustful. Ooh, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.